This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Are you into competitive gaming? Would you like to make a few bucks while doing so? If so, check out Gamersaloon.com. Gamersaloon.com hosts tournaments for games like Call of Duty, Rocket League, Mortal Kombat, Overwatch, and more. Sign up at Gamersaloon.com and use our promo code MGNPOD, that's M-G-N-P-O-D, and you can help us keep making this totally sweet podcast. For more information, check out Gamersaloon.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today are Brian, hey. Alex, hello, and a very special guest, Ryan. Hello. Today we're going to talk about some game news and a bunch of what we've been playing, but before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media and see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. As always, we do appreciate your feedback when you can send it to uh, MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com, and don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Please do actually send us feedback, dear God. Like, give us it's more to do. It's been a while, I feel. Uh, when actually, we do get feedback, we get really great feedback, so I just want more of it because it's awesome. Like, it's great to have people write in and say stuff. Tell us how awesome awesome we are yeah and tell your friends about us most importantly like if you know people who listen to podcasts and or who play video games who don't necessarily listen to podcasts but need something to listen to while they play video games like we are a good uh you know good avenue for that sort of thing so plus if you send in feedback you don't have to listen to john's rant begging you for feedback yeah Yeah. time people love our show our mom has told us the show's great. That's a lie because she's never listened to it. But I have a few friends that listen every week. That's, like three of them. That's awesome. Great. They should write in and tell us how awesome we are so we can feel better about ourselves. I don't even think I have that many friends that listen to it. I don't think I have that many friends. <laughs> well, you know. I think you guys are it. <laughs> I don't know. But no, uh, yeah. Definitely send in feedback. Tell us what you think about the show and tell us how much you like our guest, Ryan. And uh, tell us about the games you're playing and what games you like. And I am pretty wonderful. We're especially going to want to know what everybody else's game of the year is this year once we go over that information for the yes. next episode. So definitely let, let us, us know what you've loved from 2017. What's your 2017 game of 2016? And let us know what your most anticipated game for 2018 is. Hold on. (laughs) It's the game that you played the most of in 2017 that actually came out in 2016. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah, okay. That's a a good one. Yeah. Yeah. What is my... Probably, I could do a top five of those, I think. My game of of, uh, of 2010 of... Game of 2010 of 2017 is Spelunky. (laughs) Mine's for sure Rocket League. That's that old? I've just been playing that forever, still. Yeah, Rocket League's really good. I don't think I've played anything from 2016 that I can recall off the top of my head. I'm sure there's something. But anyway, we can think about it for next time. Yeah, who knows? Anyways, uh, yeah, Ryan, what have have you been playing, man? You have a gaming PC now. Yeah, I did did recently build my first gaming PC. um, How much has that changed your life? Well, I'm part of the master race, right? You are. That's what they say. Um, No, it's been great. I've been really happy with it. And the great thing is, is my brother and I have been doing the Steam family sharing. So all of a sudden, I just have a huge library of games to play from. Yeah, until all those devs from Steam hear this podcast and like, well, we're going to nix his shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're family. It's a family share program. He's my brother. Yeah, yeah. So that's fair. Sure he is. (laughs) Yeah, brother. I got you. So can you only play 
you can't play the same game at the same time, or you can't play from his pool of games. No, I can play from all of his pool of games. I just we can't play. So say he has PUBG and I and I wanted to play it, but if he's playing it, I can't play it. But if he's playing PUBG, which he owns, can you play any of the other games that he owns? Yes. Still? Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I can play anything, no matter what. It's just I can't be playing the exact same game. Yeah, awesome. But Do you have to prove your family somehow? It's kind of a process. Like, oh, you, really? have, like you have to, they have to gotta, send in a DNA test. Yeah, so you sign up for 23andMe. <laughs> Is there like a fingerprint reader or something <laughs> yeah, to identify it's yeah, actually exactly. you? Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit more intensive. Than Retina that. scan. If it turns out one of you are adopted, you can't share Steam games. Exactly. Oh. Right. But no, what you do is you like log. We're on Discord and we just log into each other's accounts on our computers, and you have to log into that account on that computer, and then so you have to go back and forth with passwords and, and stuff. You, you have yeah. to have Steam Guard on, yes, so that it sends an authentication code to your exactly. phone or email in order to verify that you are allowing somebody to play your games. So you actually computer. set this you looked into setting this up I Alex? looked at it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. cuz we I was telling I was telling Alex about it mm-hmm. after you and I talked about yeah. it and I think it cuz we were we've been debating like how we want to figure out a way for us to spend less money playing video games That's definitely and like one way to do it. So we figured making a collective game nerds account legal for us. about it. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't play, like, you know, you if you're playing a multiplayer game, yeah, you, you're each gonna, you well, always have to have your own copy. And we each have our own respective account, but mm-hmm. we would have, like, one pool account that, like, we all can, right, like, log into games. and, like, play single-player stuff on John's and trade. actually so. going to sell his house, and then he and Brian are both going to move in, and then we're only going to eat every third day. Yeah. And then we might, just might be able to afford all the games. We That's perfect. Play. Well, I exactly. told Liz that, you know, she's leaving for Columbia. My fiance Liz is leaving for Columbia, coming back in eight months. She's not allowed to come in until she buys me a Switch. There you so go. I told, her, I told her I need a Switch before you can move back in this house. That sounds fair. <laughs> that sounds fair, right? Yeah. I think that's very fair. They're not that expensive. You no, know? it's 300 bucks. It's like, it's like... Maybe a portion of her rent at your house. I know. I was like, I was messing around with my brother's Switch. I was playing Mario, and I was like, this "Oh, it's is, fantastic! This is freaking well, that, awesome. that'll sell you on that system it's pretty so quick. Real quick. I was just playing, and I was like, "This is so awesome!" So you played Mario. Have you played anything else on the Switch? I played a little bit of Zelda. Okay. I played Mario Kart. I was just messing around though. I didn't really get into anything. Yeah, yeah. And you but, recently on your PC started playing Skyrim, right? I have never played Skyrim, but I'm about to play it for the first time. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm about to log that. You one. should just sell your PC and buy a PSVR. That's <laughs> it, it, that's mind blowing to me that someone I who I know who's as into games as you are is just now playing Skyrim, or anyone you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone has played. I it. even, I mean, even like Megan played it like a day or two ago. She did. She played the VR. <laughs> yeah, I've never played it, it, but I did play Near Automata. Yeah, and I will tell you that might be one of my favorite games I have played in the last five years. That's awesome. Man. It was, fin- I mean, it, I, it's not maybe for everyone, but I really, really enjoyed it. Just the different styles of gameplay that it goes through. Uh, it just switches consistently between yeah. you know different styles of games, and the story's wacky and crazy, and I kind of <laughs> like it, and it's very. It's a kind of a convoluted mess, but it's still entertaining. And, you know, I realized, so I beat the game, and then I'm reading. I'm like, wow, that's pretty short. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do this three more times or two more times (laughs) before I actually get the full story. So I'm, like, almost through the second time through. And it's a completely different game. Sure, some of the bosses are, like, the same, but you fight them differently. And it's... uh, 
it's a very interesting way of storytelling, and I I enjoyed it a lot. Awesome. So, Played, yeah. I I started it actually. I'm I'm almost through my first playthrough, mm-hmm. and it's it is that's everything that Webby's saying. There's I think there's 26 different endings you can get. Yeah, and endings A through E are actually like I've heard that you need to play through ending E to get the full experience of the game. Is yeah. what I've heard. Um, now, and, is it? Can, do you know if each successive playthrough gets you the endings in order, or is it no, like you get them no. randomly? So you can get like ending J or whatever. If yeah. you, you get the die, same ending more than once. If you die in the opening mission, you mm-hmm. get ending J. Okay. Period. Yep. Like you have these chips like that are hooked up to your. Um, like they're like upgrade chips, basically like materia, like yeah. you want to call it that. And um, if you if you unplug your OS chip, boom, game over. Yeah. It's like ending F, you know, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> so I was. I told I told John about it a little bit, but the idea that the plug-in chips, you can structure them in a way. It looks like a defragging like hard drive kind oh, of great. program, essentially. But I thought I was done with that. There's a set of chips that are labeled as HUD chips. And you can turn off your life bar or the saving signal sign or these other things to have room for other chips. Hmm. So say if you want to up your ranged attack and you're like, well, if I die, I'm going to die. I'll just take off my life bar because I can. you can put on like auto heal chips or whatever. Yeah. You can take your life bar off and have the room in your OS to install a different plug-in chip. That's and the game wild. just gets even more metatextual than that. And it's really cool so it, far. It, it's pretty awesome. I was really into it. It's one of my favorite games. It's like very original um, and definitely one of the... It's very odd. I don't know how to... You have this like slutty robot running around, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know just, but she's not really slutty. She's just like a robot that is like a death machine, you know. But right. It's just crazy. It's, it's really entertaining. I played some Assassins too. The new okay. Assassins. It, it's it's okay. Did it's you bu- play both of those on PC or? Yeah. Okay, because I heard a lot of people had huge problems with Nier on PC. So yes, there is some issue. It it ran fine. You know, it it's capped out at sixty frames a second though. Okay. So it, it's, that's kind of a downer. But um, and running the window, it's like it tries to run in windowed mode like most of the time, but um, like borderless it, full screen window. No, or? it's like so it's. It's got like a little black border, and so you have to like set it up to kind of. That's really another, it's another chip you have to remove. Yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, Take the chip out to the... run in full screen mode. Yeah. Put yeah. the chip in for windowed mode. I wouldn't yeah. put that past like a sequel to the game. <laughs> like, it's so meta. It's like it's so bizarre. Like the sixty probably, frames per second chip. Ending Z is probably delete your hard drive. Right. It just wipes well, your computer. I know that one of the endings is like delete your saved game. You, oh jeez! Yeah, so th- that's kind of a spoiler, but oh, I did sorry. hear about it. Yeah. It's okay. the The idea is that you can. There's an earlier ending in the game where you can get saved by somebody else, but it's because they chose to delete your their saved data for the game. Like I don't know the details, but I just know that that like there's no. It's not really a spoiler, but you can delete. Like I think I think that's ending E is you get to ending E and it's like you can delete everything if you want to save somebody. Oh, this game just sounds like a pain in the ass, but so cool at the same time. Yeah. Like yeah. It's yeah. it's it's definitely very very cool. Yeah, uh, it's it might it's not going to be for everyone. On I'm, a level of, of from like one to Japanese, how Akira is it? 
Nihongo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah, up there. It's extremely Japanese. Yeah, it's up there. I mean, you got to. You got it's just weird. You live, it's like this post-apocalyptic world, but you have these like cute little ro- like these cute robots. Yeah. Like it's weird that are like killing everyone. Mm-hmm. How turned on were you while playing it? I was about three quarters chub on All a right, scale cool. of one to <laughs> Japanese. No. Is that fair? <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, I mean, I don't know what you're packing down there. I would assume that's pretty good, though. <laughs> three, three, three quarters. Yeah, three quarters of an inch. I got you. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, I got I to get all the dick jokes yeah, out know, now. I got to get them out. It's no dead or dead or what is it? Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Yeah, yeah, beach volleyball. Yeah, it's not not those. Oh, Soul Caliber. Some of those medieval boobies. But yeah, those that, those are the two I've been playing. You know, what do you I, think of assassins? It's no genital jousting. Yeah. Assassins, I haven't beaten assassins all the way yet. Neither have we. It's kind. I kind of got. I kind of got like. I think there's only two or three people in the world that have. Yeah, there's just too much stuff to do. There's a lot of shit going on. I mean, it's it it's kind of cool, but like I've never been with like. Some people love assassins. Like my brother's a diehard assassin. I, I think the story's great. I, I liked like yeah. the the Ezio arc, minus one of the games. But yeah. yeah, it's just it was oh it's good. I like it that it's different than the other ones. But at the same time, you know, I don't feel really awesome riding around a little camel and. It doesn't really do much. It's yeah, just, I mean, wish, like, I'm mean, still, I'm, like, pretty close to the end of the game, yeah. and I still just have a camel. It's like, give me a horse, man. You can I buy a you horse. Have to you buy, buy a horse. You have to I buy, the buy horse. it, like, really early in the give game. Give it to me. Just yeah, steal it. Why can't they okay. just give you a horse instead of a camel? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of I don't <laughs> see what the problem is with this. I think that is a perk for the of the game, is that you can actually ride a camel. What other game lets you ride a camel? It's always a horse. Yeah, for a reason. It's pretty because awesome. Because someone wants to ride a camel. He's in the desert. I think that's it's what a, you ride in the it's desert. Amazing. I've yeah. been to Dubai. I got to ride a camel in the desert. I got to. How do fast that. were you going? We didn't go very fast. We just. Yeah, we that's just, the problem. The man's we went, huge. We went in like a circle. <laughs> I think the camels are more uh, battle hardened than the horses in the game. Yeah, but uh, no, I like the, the issue Alex and I were having with Assassin's Creed is that they. They gate you at like like I, we just wanted to get through the story. Like I, I wanted to know because I like the story. I want to know yeah. more of it. But you get gated like every like six levels. You get to a point where they're like, okay, you have to you know hit four more levels before you can progress in the story. Exactly. And it's like that just sucks. Like I like okay, so I like playing games and kind of being over leveled. I mean, there's two ways of oh, I prefer doing. to be over leveled. There's, there's two ways of thinking about it. Like people like the challenge, or you like to be over leveled. Well, and it depends on the game too. Like if it's a game where I where I, I'm really invested in the story and I just want to breeze through it, then I over level mm-hmm. early on so that I can just breeze through it. But then you always will reach a point where you're like, okay, I have to grind a little bit here to like move exactly. on, which is fine. But this is a game where like. It's difficult to level because you don't get a lot of experience from everything you're doing unless you're completing quests. And some of the quests take a long time to sort out. And so it's just like being gated that often is like kind of a setback because if you just want to breeze through the story and figure out how it's going to end, like you really can't do that. And that kind of sucks. But the game itself we thought was fantastic. So I think the game is cool and I have no problem with the game. The combat's tough. Yeah. It's not easy. I I feel like taking it. Anyone above your level on is pretty difficult in that game. Super like even hard. people that are on your level are difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I remember I like I remember in the beginning of the game like they had this like oh you're in a play or something and you had to like 
beat up this like fake with like fake guy with all these people watching you and it was yeah. just like a tutorial I'm like god I keep fucking dying yeah you can swear you're okay. good I didn't know if you could swear Too late. we can now after the first of the year we're gonna try and scale it back oh really yeah oh. To, bro- to broaden our audience gotcha okay hopefully Who by knows? saying that you probably just lost 10 or 20 yeah, people yeah I know whatever uh, we'll get some more dick jokes they'll just be a little more under the radar we'll have to say penis instead of dick no, wait, that's not any better, is it? Wiener. So, but yeah, I played that, and then, you know, a lot over Thanksgiving, there was a lot of Jackbox, you know. Yeah, the Party Pack games Party Pack games. I had never played those, and they are a lot of fun. Which Party Pack did you play? Uh, I don't know. I bought a couple of them. I got, I like, we like Fibbage the most. Fibbage is the best. It's the best. It's the most thought out, I think. Well, it plays exactly like the game Balderdash, the board game. Yeah. Like, we played that a ton, that exact game growing up, but it's just a lot easier with the phones. Yeah. It well, just, and that's we. What we noticed is it's great because most people, when you get people together, anyways, they all end up sitting on their phones no matter what. So this kind of like distracts everyone from being yeah. on their phone and using it as a phone and actually like using it as something to well, like have a conversation. Yeah. So I, I I was very impressed, and it runs really smoothly. Yeah. And it's like a, it's just a really easy experience. Like anyone can pick it up. So we played that at Thanksgiving. But, awesome. Uh, yeah, we we love the party pack games. Jackbox games are are the shit. Yeah, so. they're fun. And then COD. Which I, you know, it's COD. Yeah, mm. nothing new. Call of Duty. Except this is the most horrible menu system I've ever seen in a COD. The game oh, itself, yeah. the, the menu system terrible. is so awful. I can't I, tell you how many times we, like, one of us in my group would back out of the lobby on accident. Oh, it's a mess. I've not, or, I mean, or the matchmaking. Yeah. How many games have they made with like basically online multiplayer? You know, shoot them. You know, first yeah. person shooting games. It's just ridiculous that they this menu is just such a mess. But and I never would have thought that you could screw up a menu. I feel like the controls for menus are usually always the same. X to like proceed and circle to back out. No, it's like L2 like, to vote on a map, R2 to like start a match. It, it's crazy. Yeah. I like all the randomized stuff. I don't like people having to vote for things and all that. Just make it random all the time. Yeah, but those are the games I've been playing. Cool. Uh, on the topic of Jackbox, I recently got... Party Pack 4, because I think we've talked a little bit about each of those as they've come out. Yeah. Fibbage 3 is awesome, as usual. Um, but there is a new mode called Fibbage About You. I haven't tried it out yet. But it allows you to answer questions about yourself, and then the people you're playing with have to play Fibbage with those questions. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. So that's cool. That's awesome. Um, and then... There's two new games in there. One of them is called Bracketeering, which is voiced by... I think we mentioned it last episode. Yeah, we did talk about this last episode. I couldn't... It's hard for me to remember what we've talked about already. All he's trying to say is Party Pack 4 is worth the money, It's really Party Pack 4. Party Pack 4. I also have it on... 25 or 2 for 50. I have it on my Switch. (laughs) Actually, I think it is, right? They're $25 each. Yeah, 25 or... They always go on sale, though. They do They're go on always sale. on sale. Well, I have it on my Switch. I'm waiting for the other three to go on sale yeah. because so you it's can awesome to have that game. Uh, two, two was on sale last time I looked. Yeah, on Switch. yeah. I think they've kind of been rolling through, but I'm just I'm waiting just, for Let it. me buy the whole pack. Yeah. I'll buy all four of them on Switch just so I can take them everywhere I go. Like, yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. What else have you played, Alex? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I've played a game called Never Stop Sneaking. It's coming out or came out on the Switch. It is a send-up of Metal Gear Solid 1. You are, and it's it's a simplified version of Metal Gear Solid 1. The game essentially auto-plays itself. So, like, in, you're, you're playing from so top-down. Yeah, like a Hideo Kojima game. You're playing yeah. from top-down. 
you walk up to like if you can sneak up to a guard, you will insta kill them as you move into them. That's cool. If you walk into the vision cone of a guard, if you have bullets, you will immediately shoot them. So it's like Metal Gear meets like the Go series by Square. Super Unix. easy. Mode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's totally that. That's and pretty cool. You can actually play it exclusively with touch controls if you awesome. want to as well. But it's and then there's like a little bit of a base building mechanic, like you're collecting currency throughout these levels. Mm-hmm. And you're building out your base to be able to do different kinds of things. It's kind of it's it's a little roguelike ish, um, but the levels, like the sequence of levels, are randomized, and the final boss that you get for each level is always randomized too. There's like a few different types that you can face off against. It's cool. fifteen bucks on the Switch. It's very very cool, and if you like the stupid zaniness of Hideo Kojima games, you will love Never Stop Sneaking. So. That should be something that people check out. And then I'm trying to think if I have played anything else since we last spoke. Probably well, not. I don't think so. You've been pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah, I've played 15 more minutes of Skyrim VR and facing a dragon is terrifying. I just killed one today with only arrows. It was the ice dragon at the top of High Hrothgar. That's awesome. No, like, yeah, like... Having the dragon walk up and just melt me, I'm like, I can't, what do I do right now? I can't run away from spam this. Spam arrows, man. I can't, I'm not going to spam arrows because I'm terrified. But, oh, I did get the new PSVR set. I have the version 2.0 PSVR helmet. That has HDR pass-through. It has HDR pass-through, which is great uh, for somebody like me who has a 4K TV with HDR. But other than that, it's not very different. The headphones that it comes with are fine. They're just like little earbuds that you can plug into the back Ugh. of the headset and kind of hook it in that way. Brian didn't like that. Yeah. Apparently not. Sony and their cheap earbuds. Well, I mean, the first one didn't even come with any headphones. Oh, yeah, so. it did. Yeah, it did. Well, okay, it did, but... They were just, they were like crappy earbuds, though. They were just earbuds, like plain old white earbuds that you plug into the the remote at the cord and then you just put them in your ears. It's interesting because the first PSVR breakout box that doesn't do HDR pass through looks like the first PS4, and the new one looks more like the Slim and the Pro. (laughs) So it's got like rounded corners and stuff? Yeah, it's a little more rounded. It's got like the triple decker thing of the Pro going on. Uh, Like a sandwich. Um, It doesn't have that like glowy light on it. It's just got like a single solid light. So that's not quite like that. But uh, no, it's very nice build. That cord is much longer. It's slimmer. Mm. There's only one cord from the headset to the box. See, that's nice. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a nice thing. Is it worth... Buying a whole new set? No, but you can do what I did and sell your old one to a friend who wants to get into VR. Really wants VR, yeah. And uh, and it worked out pretty nice for everybody. I paid more than I probably should just to make it so that I don't have to take everything apart when I want HDR. The, uh, the, one point the, convenience. Yeah. the 1.0 headset with Gran Turismo is currently 200 bucks at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No move controllers, of course. Haven't heard great things about Gran Turismo, but... Um, doesn't Actually, matter. I think PSVR is worth buying. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. The- yeah. I was kind of reminded at how nice it actually looks trying it. Uh, like I tried Skyrim VR yesterday. Yeah. But go on. Yeah, I haven't used it since that last time I was over well, here. Did, like Resident Evil. I mean, I've, I've used the Vive quite a bit, but yeah, because uh, your brother has. Yeah, one. my brother's got it for the PC, but I have not 
messed around too much. I don't have a Pro, though. I mean, how does it look on a regular play? It looks great. It looks okay. Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. Like I, got- I mean, the Pro's definitely, like, as someone who, because I had, the, the game that I tried on both systems, uh, I've tried the, the game Bound on the regular, and I've tried Bound on the Pro, and it's definitely cleaner looking. Sure. Uh, but it's not like the performance isn't any different. It's oh, just okay. it's just a it, you get a little more of a crispy look to the sure. game. It depends on the game, though. Yeah, like they, and, they and can, it would just it would depend on who's actually things. taking advantage of the pro's capabilities or not. Which Bound did. Like they actually said, like I, the developers of Bound said they were going to implement pro capabilities. So it does look cleaner. Um, I've heard Skyrim looks really blurry on the regulars. Um, but I, I'm, I mean, when I, we get into talking about Skyrim, let's, we can, we can talk about some Skyrim. Yeah. They, you know, it, like, I think the, the pro is a nice upgrade. I wouldn't call it a necessary one for PSVR sure. quite yet, but, um, you know, it's pretty modular, so you can always upgrade your pro, of yeah. course. Yeah. I just put a new hard drive yeah. in my PS4. Yeah. Yeah. So there was actually, I think somebody was running a deal. You were able to get a PS4 Pro and the Gran Turismo VR bundle for a total of about $500. That's a steal. That's pretty good. Yeah, so having full VR capability at $500 is the cheapest. And a fully capable standalone console with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You don't have to build a $750 PC, $1,500 PC to yeah. be able to do it. So. Yeah. so that's more about right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, yeah. Not saying you'd want to play VR on the 700 yeah, yeah, you know, whatever you do. But, uh, yeah, no. Other than that, I think that's it. I might think of something later, but... What about you, Brian? Anything else you want to talk about? A uh, little bit of a lot of things. Yeah. You've been busy. Yeah. Very busy. Um... Well, I bought Pyre during that one sale. I yep. tried it a little bit. Pretty much stopped right away. I, I just wasn't like into it. Yeah. I'm, I'll give it another chance. I'm sure I'll like it. Because I liked... It's what, uh, Supergiant, I think that makes that. I liked both of their other games quite a bit. Yeah. Transistor um, and, yeah, Bastion. Bastion. But it's like the the gameplay is just weird. And I just was, like, it, wasn't wasn't buying into it right away. It looked weird in like, the previews. I'm just going to play something else. But uh, like the art style and stuff's cool. Yeah, um, I heard it like it has a good story and stuff. But yeah, it's like a weird like magical uh, sport game you're playing against people. Interesting. It's, it's strange. Yeah, I, I can't even <laughs> describe it. <laughs> um, I tried a mod for Doom Three BFG Edition. Okay, it's a VR fully possessed mod, and it looks awesome. Like it, it works pretty well with the touch controllers. Like I have, I tried it with the Rift, and um, yeah, it's like it has some issues when there's like cin- like in-game cinematic things going on. Okay, where it kind of places you in a weird random spot in the room, and like except it's still in VR, so it doesn't quite work right because you can look around <laughs> and totally ruin the scene, <laughs> where you'll, you'll just be you'll like clip into an object or whatever, but. uh like, the actual, like, shooting mechanics and stuff are sweet. Like, once I finally got a pistol and I got the flashlight, I had the flashlight in my left hand and the pistol in the right, and you could aim, like, separately, and That's it was just sweet. awesome. That's pretty awesome. 
Yeah, and it was terrifying too. Straight up like, X Files. It's an old game, but it was yeah. still terrifying. Can, can you it, can you change the way the the flashlight is oriented in your hand so you can actually hold it like this? <laughs> He's just trying. Like, to uh, like, like, or, or do you have to do it? Yeah, like, like Mulder it, and Scully yeah. do in X Files. Yeah, I don't know about that. That would I be mean, rad. I would be a. I like, want an X Files game they now. Make, <laughs> they should make the PSVR aim that's really like contorted like that, <laughs> so you can just anyway. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I had an issue, like, I, I died because it's I forgot how difficult it was to play that game, having not played it in so long, especially with the touch controllers and freaking out because there's an actual, <laughs> like, a zombie thing that actually looks like it's in my face. Yeah, I remember uh, that yeah. first run in yeah, the zombie it, in that, that game. That game is so dark, too. But, um, yeah, so I reloaded my game, and it started all the way back from the beginning. It, like, didn't save my game properly. That sucks. The other cool mm. thing about it, though, is, like, when you bring up the PDA that has, like, your mm-hmm. info and stuff in it and, like, the menu shit, it actually, like, comes up in your hand. It's like That's a 3D cool. object. You can yes. turn around and stuff. And uh, they actually implemented voice commands. Sweet. Like, you can go up to an NPC and actually talk if you have your microphone on it. To initiate a conversation instead of is it like, like talking clicking to Siri? on them? I get. I mean, no, because it doesn't understand what you're saying. Yeah. It just can it you, starts. Can the you conversation walk up behind a dude and be like, "Loser says what?" And then it like starts. <laughs> and they, the, they look. They look at you. I don't. I don't. What? Know. What? Um, huh? It, the textures could definitely be better, but they're not as outdated as they should be because I installed like another mod that that upgrades the textures and upgrades the the models for all the characters and they look a lot better. Like the face models are really good. Um, Are there clean faces? Nobody gets that joke. (laughs) Okay. There's a mod for Skyrim with clean faces. Where everyone's face looks clean. (laughs) Yeah. Instead Instead of of looking dirty. They're supposed to be filthy. Exactly. Most of them are peasants. But sometimes you want your Skyrim people. You want clean. clean peasants. So you install the clean faces mod. Yeah. <laughs> there's also like diaper mods and shit for yeah. Skyrim. Yeah, so. There's a lot, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm starting soon. <laughs> I'm starting Skyrim. The problem is... Webby's, you... Webby's taking suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> so diaper mod. Let's the diaper put that mod, one on. The higher textures, the diaper mod, clean uh, the clean faces mod, the one for to make water look more like water. <laughs> the uh, Look up E&B. That'll give you some crazy... Advances in graphical technology. Yeah, there are like two mods you can install that make the game look nuts. Yeah, it'll like even from the enhanced edition. It'll make Skyrim look better than like games that came out this year. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I played more stuff. Sorry. Uh, Did we talk about Destiny Two last time or not? No, not really. Osiris is Uh, that out yet? I no, 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 because we recorded on the Thursday and the episode came out before that. Right. Update. Before Osiris. Out. Yeah. So there's Destiny 2 DLC out. Well, we played that. We played Osiris. It was, uh... It's not worth $20. Yeah. Essentially. I'm it's just fun. The story's of... cool, but it's not worth the money. Yeah, we right finished now. the whole story. Corey put a picture in, a in, the, hours, in, no the, in the Discord that had a limited time weapon. Did, yeah. did anybody figure out what that is? I don't know about that, that stuff. That was a different update that came out the 12th, okay. where they added like those, what are they called, like masterwork weapons? Okay. Or sure, yeah. I don't know what the name is. but um, It goes away after the reset, apparently. 
Oh, that's so oh, stupid. Okay, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, the, he had to col- like it was a new thing where you have to collect enough tokens to unlock it first, and then you have to have tokens to buy it. So <laughs> it's just they're making the game worse, and it's awful. And I don't really want to play. I it played anymore. five minutes of Osiris. Osiris, and I'm like, I'm. It just it it. it I, when I when that game came out, I played it nonstop. Yeah, for we all did two three weeks nonstop. Even Alex. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we, oh my god, this is awesome. They fixed all the issues, and then you kind of realize, the oh my same god, issues. I've gotten ten of the same gun, you and they're always going to be the same for well, issues are still there. The big thing that a lot of people were talking about online is how like a lot of the things we loved about Destiny One happened because of the live team, not because of the dev team. Like the live team sure. took over and implemented a lot of these changes, and that's what this is showing us is that there literally was zero communication between the live team and the dev team that was working on D2. So like all of these yeah. changes that happened that, that were all like quality of life changes that made D1 a great game weren't implemented because the dev team, it's like they weren't even playing their own fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, so, here's the thing. And I think this applies to the Star Wars movie that just came out is that there's two large groups of people in both of these millions of people fan bases that are there. There's the people that want one thing and the people that want the other thing. <laughs> Destiny 2 Nobody made wants something it. in between? Destiny 2 made it so that I don't have to play the game as much as I did the first time around. Right. That's everything I wanted. I'm never going to touch it again. I'm moving on with my life. Thumbs up. You made the game I wanted, but it's everything that all of those other people don't want. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're, 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 just, they're big enough that they will not be able to please everybody. Right. And so... They have to, they have to, it's going to come to a head. Do you please the people that just want to come play the game, check it out? Or do you please the people that are going to stick with you and maybe spend money, but probably not because who spends money on Destiny? But anyway. I think you'd be very surprised. I think these, yeah, there's people spending money on Destiny. <laughs> oh, for no, sure. that's true. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. whales yeah. for every, for every game that you can buy loot boxes in. But it, you know, I, I think I, spend, I think I spent you know close to a hundred dollars on loot boxes in Rocket League over you know the past year and a half. And that's I mean if very that's, easily. Yeah, if that's your prerogative or it's something, it's a game it's a that you like. Twenty dollar game. I have no problem doing that. I got yeah. it for free, so I yeah, didn't feel exactly. bad buying the game again on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of that. But in terms of Bungie's conflict of who are we trying to make happy here and what game are we making? I think it's they could have gone one way or they could have gone the other way, and either way, there's going to be people that don't. Yeah, I just I don't know how they're going to dig themselves out of this hole. And ultimately, like I, I love Destiny for the story. Like I think it's a really awesome narrative, and I liked Osiris for the narrative because I like figuring. Like I I liked actually putting a face to the name and like seeing what the hell he's capable of. Like, yeah. that's cool, like, to finally see all that. But it was also really underwhelming, because not yeah. that much happened. Yeah, it really... <laughs> I mean, the final boss fight was, like, pretty cool. The final boss fight, I thought, was actually... It wasn't as cinematic as the uh, the Gaul fight, but yeah. it was more fun, I thought. Can you get... There's, there's more going on. Can you get Osiris's chicken suit? I don't know if you can get his get up. <laughs> okay. Because if mean, not, then it's not. I think you can, you can yeah. get no, it. Thank no, you. no way. <laughs> Pretty sure you can get that armor in Horizon Zero Dawn. So oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah. um, 
So yeah, but ultimately that's... it was DLC, much like the Dark Below and House of Wolves, where if you have the season pass, like you already paid for it or whatever, like it is what it is. I don't think it's worth anybody spending money on right now until they actually figure this shit well, out. I'll, which I don't. Yeah, know I mean, the same thing happened with House of Wolves. Yeah, I mean, it's it was the ex- exact, it's same. exact same thing. I'll pick it up in September 2018 when they put out the Given Queen, and uh, you know, <laughs> the Given Queen, the Given, yeah, not the, the Taken the King, queen. but the Given Queen. Uh, I know that was a little high level, but... I don't think he likes it. No. Okay. He's, what he's, else have you played, Brian? Yeah, he's, um, a, he's a little stickler today. <laughs> these jokes. He's, he's, he's a tough he's, audience. Just, Brian's the toughest critic. I didn't critic. eat dinner, okay? You had a cookie. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a little angry. Now I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm crashing off those two sugar cookies. <laughs> um, Divinity Original Sin 2, I started... Trying to chip away at that, the writing is hilarious sometimes, and it's it's pretty awesome. Like I like all the party characters you can get and stuff, and I don't think I've discovered all of them yet. But I, as far as I've read, without trying to spoil stuff for myself, I was actually reading for I was looking for tips on how to fucking play the game because it's so hard. <laughs> but uh, I think you can get all the party members in the initial area, but then like once you leave, you have to decide who's going to stay with you for the rest of the game. That's how it works, I guess. Hmm. But, um, yeah, the game's difficult. Like, I've played my fair share of turn-based games and stuff, and I, I do fairly well, usually, like with XCOM and stuff like that, but it it's nothing like that. It's, yeah. There's just so many variables in, like, how the different systems can work together, and, like... Yeah, it's like, I don't really understand it. And they don't really, like, the controls are simple to understand, but all the other underlying things going on, like how certain spells affect other spells and, like, trying to work in environmental hazards at the same time, like, they'll have, like, random, like, explosive barrels lying around or, like, a barrel full of water or something. Um, Just trying to figure all that stuff out is, like kind of overwhelming when they don't really explain any of it. <laughs> Did you play the first one? No. Okay. I, mean, I wonder if that one's any better at it, because it is... I doubt it. Not from what I understand, okay. from what I've heard from other people. Because I feel like, I don't think it happens that often, but for a game to go from the first one to the sequel, sometimes they forget what they've taught you and what they haven't. Yeah, true. But... I think I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely... I'm into it. Like it's a cool game, for sure. Um, it looks great too, and like the voice acting and everything's just good. Cool. And I've heard from people that have played the first one, it's just like better in every single way. Even though the first one was pretty good, this like the first one's good and this one's excellent. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, it does have multiplayer too, but I want to play through on my own first before I start dragging in other people to watch me suck at it. <laughs> and dragging dragging down their experience. Um, I also started to try to get into Prey 2, um, or as well. Not Prey 2. It's, it's Prey 2017. Prey. It, was a ri- it was going to be Prey 2, but then they canceled that, and now it's just Prey. But, um, yeah, that's cool. Like Again, that one's kind of difficult, too. It's just it's hard to... 
that to one, get into, but I feel like once I really get sucked in, I'm going to really enjoy it. Basically, you need to find the shotgun, and you need to be able to make shotgun shells. I need and to find like, okay. a gun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm really sick of whacking at those stupid little shadow thing, it, the uh, mimics, yeah. with my wrench. And it feels horrible. Like it, No, it feels good on PC. Okay. Like, it it was horrible on PlayStation. Yeah. I think that's why I didn't end up buying it, because I tried it on there originally and you're just like trying to look yeah like on pc it feels perfect because it is very much like a spiritual successor to system shock games yeah system shock was only on pc yep so yeah it like it's gonna be a fun game for sure but it's just overwhelmingly difficult sometimes right now hold the wrench out and just do this yeah those mimics scare the shit out of me too I don't like scary games. I just don't play. Well, it, they're all. It's all. It's all jump scares. Because yeah. like any yeah, that shit drives me. Do nuts. you do you know how prey works? With I the have mimics? not played prey. No, the mimic enemy can be any object in a room. Yeah. Oh, okay. So all of a sudden, it'll just change from like a coffee cup to its own form, and it's like a shadowy like. Slender, so it's like yeah, it's like a crab. It's of a shadow, basically, and it's a scavenging it'll type just jump game. Jump all over the place, so it encourages you to shoot at everything, but then also gives you no ammo to do it with. So you're just kind yeah. of like my my general strategy is to go into a room and whack the shit out of all the inanimate <laughs> objects. Oh, I was and then start exploring. I think I told you guys I was basically running into a room, quick saving, shooting the shotgun, reloading, and then going and hitting the thing that popped out with my <laughs> wrench because. But see, that does not like that sounds like so. Like my anxiety would be going crazy. Like no ammo. I I don't know what's coming. It just sounds absolutely well, awful. The Sick. plus side is it's not in VR. The craziest. Well, I watch you play Resident If it was, Evil. it'd be like the craziest version of Job Simulator ever. You like walk into an office and there's like coffee cups everywhere, and you're just smashing them and. They turn into crazy beasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, that just sounds. Yeah, awful. it's not as scary as Resident Evil. It gets Evil. better no. when you the graphics aren't. It, it gets better horrible. when you find recipes for weapon ammo and. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, like it's that. just um, it's going to take the, a little while. The onboarding experience is not. No, it doesn't. But it feel wasn't good. in System Shock games either, and yeah. I finished both of those, so I think yep. I can handle it. Um. Yeah, I played a little bit of other things too, but they're not really worth mentioning. Other than Rainbow Six, more PUBG, but we're gonna talk about that later, right? Yeah, and then uh, Rainbow Six—that's worth mentioning. That's we, a game I was very much on the fence getting it when it came out, and now I totally regret it because I've only played it like two for two days now, and it's, it's like awesome. the most fun I've had with a competitive shooter. It's in a years. ton of fun. I was looking at getting it. This it was on sale this weekend, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, on Steam. Yeah, well, but we, we picked it up. We got it on. Steam. We got it on PS4, uh, yeah. and we're, we've got a crew on there we're playing with, and it's awesome. Yeah, my my brother and I were looking at getting it, and it's just you know people just love it. It's a ton of fun, yeah. and it's really it's it's a different level of competitive shooter. I feel like it actually takes a little bit of skill to play, and uh, you know it's it's just. It's different, you know. I sure. don't know. Like it, it's it's cool the way it's set up. Of like every round is like you're either attacking or you're defending a specific situation. Mm-hmm. But there's like there's randomness to that too. Yeah. Like it, it's not always in the same spot in the building that you're going to be defending. Yeah. So this is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Came out in 1998 on the Windows PC. And uh, yeah, no, okay. no, Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. 
Didn't some, didn't, I think stuff came. Mappo was texting me. He's like, ask them about Ghost That's a great game, Wildlands, man. the Predator. Yeah, oh, the they predator just put thing? the Predator out in Wildlands. I uh, haven't played it yet. No, yeah, I haven't done that. I yet. don't think Gojo has. I probably will. He's been busy. I did uh, hunt down the. Uh, they had Bigfoot last year. Like I want to say around this time. Oh yeah. yeah. That was that was interesting, but Bigfoot ended up just being a sniper. It was kind of disappointing. <laughs> Hopefully, this is actually the predator. Is it, the, is it Bigfoot it is, from it like is carrying actually the, the predator? Like he he like taunts you and just like, go away. Sweet. From what I read, go home. I, we don't want you here. From what I read, you have to like hunt down the predator, and he's like hunting you at the same time. And he like if like you can unlock different weapons that give you like predator vision and like shit like that. So. That- Seems pretty rad. Yeah, it, it seems really cool. One of the one of the video game websites was like, "This is dumb, and this is why." And I was just like, "I'm not even going to read that because you're just going to ruin my fun." Like, it's probably pretty cool. Yeah, Wildlands but. is great. It sounds like Ubisoft has been doing pretty well. They're supporting killing it, their man. Games They're killing it. Yeah. And like, Ring- good on them, man. Because I'm pumped for Far Cry Five. Like, I'm so ready for that I've game. I've heard middling things about that one, especially as of late, because I think there was a preview event. And yeah. Apparently, the whole story. Pales in comparison to Wolfenstein 2, but anyway. Yeah. I played a very little bit of that as well. Yeah. But. Didn't get that far. We did play PUBG on X-Bone. Oh, is it? Uh, I've seen a lot of, I mean, I'm, I'm on the PUBG Reddit, you know, and they're just filled with people posting these, like, horrible pictures, horrible, like, videos. But okay, so. I'm sure that's not all of the time, you know? <laughs> the <laughs> game, I... The only issue I've run into with it is there's obviously frame rate issues. That who cares? It's still playable, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And yeah. the biggest issue we've had is like lobby problems, where like I'm in a match and I'm invited to another match with like Brian and other friends. So when I left my match to join theirs, it pulled me out and then put me right back into the same match I was in. <laughs> Stuff like that, where it's Plus, not quite how, as smooth. How are, how are the controls? The controls are fantastic. I'm actually. just curious. There's, there's so- a lot of them, but they managed to do as good of a job as could possibly be done. They fit yeah. everything the that you can do. Yeah. In the in, on a key, mouse and keyboard into a controller and it works like they did a really great job of that. That's imp- that was one of my biggest questions going into it. Yeah, is how are they going? Oh yeah, for sure. Make the controller mapping of that game. Yeah, they did not dumb the game down whatsoever. Well, that's cool. However, because people don't have amazing aim with a controller and there is no aim assist, no, just like regular PUBG. You can get away with some hilarious shit. Like, you can just pretty much just run right up to people if you're really good at strafing, and they just can't hit you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's different. And sure. then, like, we've had, like, I was playing yesterday, and uh, I think I was playing with Jim, and, like, we were in a car, and then there was another person in a car, and we were, like, in a high-speed chase. We were both trying to shoot each other. Neither of us could hit each other at all. And... Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's stuff like that in PC in the PC version. Both cars would have been blown up by then. It's oh, yeah. not. It, this is what, this. Is, everyone's like worried about it being early access on Xbox. Like, oh my god, we're releasing games in this level of condition now. Like, that's that's a thing. And well, it's not, like, it doesn't see, crash. But I mean, no, well, not for you guys. But uh, I've seen lots of reports of crashing and also controller disconnect messages when I, the controller yeah, is still actually. I was connected. getting that today, and all yeah. I did was restart my system, and it worked. It didn't. It yeah, never no happened. Deal. It never happened in game while I was playing. It was only happening to me in the menus. Yeah. So. I mean, I will say, but, though, even though it is early access, I mean, at least on PC, they've been doing a good job of putting out updates. Right. Mm-hmm. And they added the vaulting, you know, they got the new map, and, you know, 
it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be in that early access purgatory. Well, and that's what I was going to say is that I think this is the sort of game that it's so popular and it it is it has enough of a following already, and enough people are going to buy it on Xbox to begin with that I don't understand why. Microsoft or Bluehole don't just make the investment in having somebody clean up the game to where it'll just run smooth. Like, well, I don't know if it's just been throwing. You remember that part in World War Z where like all the zombies were like crawling so fast they like built a mountain on top of each other yeah. to get over the wall. Yeah, I, didn't I think see that's the movie. Bluehole Thanks right for now. Spoiling it. There was no. That's not a spoiler because it's like every know, shot of the, the movie. Preview. But the like that's Bluehole right now. That's that's them putting PUBG on the Xbox. Is they're just like taking a human and throwing them at the computer and hoping that it ports itself somehow. Because Microsoft is like, hey, we should maybe put a video game out on our system right now since we put the Xbox One X out. No, I'm sure there's and more to just, it than that. But I don't think there is because they've got a 1.0 release coming out on PC this week. Yeah. Give it another month. Give yeah. it another two months. Put it out when it's not garbage. Yeah, ultimately, like I think, what are they charging for it on? It's Xbox? thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Okay. It, but that's the thing. Same like, price. it's thirty dollars. It's early access. Everyone's worried that they're going to drop like production. Well, eight. They're never going to drop production on it. They have it's going money. to sell well. Yeah, yeah. it's but going I, to be fine. The only way they'll drop production on it is if they put the game out and it's so bad that everybody bounces off of it and doesn't touch it again. I just I think the the way it's currently running and when compared to Fortnite, they just need to step up their game a little bit more in order to polish it. Just it's considerably enough. more complex than Fortnite, though. And it is way bigger. Way way. I played Fortnite for the first time last night, and it is a completely different. I mean, it just there's room for both of them. Sure, I, finally, I agree. I finally. Accepted that fact. I mean, I was diehard like Fortnite's a ripoff. I don't want to play it for a while, but but I don't think it's better. Oh, and I, I hated it on like PC, it but I love I it do, on I console. I think Fortnite on console is fantastic. On PC, I hate it though. I like it, it does run on well on the on the PlayStation. Oh, it runs it fantastic runs on PlayStation, and it's a lot of fun to play with your friends. It's you know, it's just one of those games that's great to play with your friends. But I I, I just I really hope that. Blue Hole and Microsoft take some time and money and like really clean up PUBG because I want it to succeed. I want it to be. A, it's a like, great game. Yeah, I it's mean, a ton of fun. It's and, a lot of fun, and I like how much more complex it is than Fortnite. And it's gonna, it's going to get there regardless. It, as it just, is right now, it is definitely playable though. They've just gotten to this point where they were like, we promised people we'd hit 1.0 on the PC by the end of the year. Also, we told people it's coming to Xbox. Also, Microsoft said, let's get a video game out. We'll give you more people to do this. Like, I think they're just split in two different directions right now, and hopefully as soon as 1.0 is out and they get the bugs worked out of that one, yeah, they can actually dedicate some time to the Xbox version yeah. and clean it up and get it working, get it working straight. Because yeah. that's... They, how, how long is is it, is it an Xbox exclusive is there like a time? A y- I think a year. A year. It, that's gotten a little more foggy since Microsoft is actually putting money, money into and it. people into it. Yeah. Like it's not clear anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How that is going to work out. Yeah. But I don't know. I think with Fortnite eating their lunch on any platform they're not on, they're kind of get a little bit more jittery about the idea of not being on that platform. So sure. But I mean, see. how much money are they making off their cosmetic? items and stuff 
Enough. Because they don't charge oh, anything for that They're game. making enough because I've played enough people wearing that bullshit skeleton costume. <laughs> they're, they're making Fair a ton enough. of money Do on that shit. Do you have to pay for the 50v50 or no? No. No, okay. it's free. That's still free, but the that, main that game was, is not true. The, the 50v50 right? is a shitload of fun, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. The, I, I would like to see a PUBG 50v50. <laughs> that'd be sweet. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, in general, I, I just like. I think, like Brian said, there's room for both games, Fortnite and PUBG. We've been playing a lot of Fortnite too, and I like I, again when I first played it on PC, I was not interested in the least bit. Playing it on console on PlayStation with Corey and Gladys, it's a shitload of fun. I think that's just like where we come from as gamers because I think it's way better on PC. Well, the, the first the, the, the building commands and stuff are just so much easier. The first thing you said about PUBG, Quicker. John, when you tried it was, "I can't wait to try this with a controller on Xbox." Yeah. So I think it's well, and playing you just you live because then and then like, but I it's remember- also it's also the like just the um in general when I'm playing a third person game, I want to play it with a controller. Yeah. And PUBG on Xbox in third person feels fantastic. Yeah. If it were first person, I probably I don't know if I'd like it as much to be there, honest there, with you. That's a couple one of the couple things it's missing is it doesn't have the locked first person mode okay. setting which bums me out because I really like the first person mode. It doesn't have it on Xbox? Not yet. Oh, okay. But I'm sure they'll um, get it. And also you can't lock your squad in any way. Like at yeah, least so I haven't been able to figure it out. Yeah, so if you if you're out. playing squads and you only have 3 people, it'll bring your f- fourth person yeah. in like for you. <laughs> Except it didn't work. The first day of release when we were trying to play it would not work. It would not find anyone to matchmake with us. That's so weird. we just couldn't play with the yeah. three of us. So like we had to play one solo and two as a duo. Mm. It was kind of kind of lame. Hmm. Yeah. So we we've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six, a lot of PUBG, a lot of Fortnite, and like all that competitiveness right there. And then I busted it out. Alex got me Skyrim VR for Christmas and gave it to me early. I don't like if you if anybody is still just not convinced that VR is the thing you're a fucking moron. I am because <laughs> holy shit, Skyrim VR is a completely different game, and it, everything about it is so awesome. It was very cool. It was one of the few VR games where it's like when I put that on and I was looking around fucking Skyrim in VR. I was like, yeah. I could probably do this for hours. Yeah. Except, I, I hate those move controllers. They're stupid. You just gotta get used to them, man. I don't, they're just, they, uh, I just don't want to hold a stupid wands in my hand. It just, it, it's kind of, I don't like them. <laughs> God, he's, you're very Well, picky. I come from a bad place because I have the touch controllers for Rift. Oh, the they're Rift. They're so yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah I like okay. those vibes. I like the the Vive ones, they're, they feel awesome. Well, again, and it's like Alex said last episode, if if they, if they Sony would just push out some nicer controllers... Yeah, it's like just reshape them into the touch and controllers. A, and and a couple of lighthouse t- you know, tower sensors that made tracking better, like, he would throw money at it. Yeah. So would I. Yeah. And, like, with as cheap as the headsets are now for PSVR, like, why not just upgrade them and charge 500 bucks for them? Like, I'd rather I mean, hold two DualShock sideways than hold two move controllers. Like, they, they have, that, I haven't seen them. That sounds fucking them. stupid. <laughs> it looks like you're you're trying to wave a plane into the runway or whatever. <laughs> That's only if you're playing with like the axes or dual it's just, swords. It's or hard. Anything. Like if you're not used to them, which even if you are used to them, I just feel like 
being blinded by having the headset on, not being able to see the controller, the button placement is really awkward. It is. They, it's hard well, to like just remember where they all are. And, and again, like the Move controllers came out with PlayStation Three, and I'm assuming they just had a fucking Here's your where- microphone. A warehouse of them. Oh, it's a stick with a ping pong ball and on it. Because they had a warehouse I mean, of these sitting around, they were probably like, "There, we need to do something with these. Let's just, just make them work thing. with VR." It well, lights up. No, no like the button placement's weird because if you look weird. at it's the really like weird. the normal PlayStation placement, it's in a diamond shape. On the Move controllers, it's in a square shape. So people get confused by that, and it's an easy thing to get confused about. You can, oh, you I, can, yeah, it would, you can literally hold the controller up to your face in Skyrim and see what the buttons are. Yeah, you can. If you put your weapons away, you can do that. Then but, I have to figure out the buttons to put my weapons away. Anyways, just you're you're ruining my moment of of just like showering everyone in Skyrim because it Why is are they the, like they're like squishy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It yeah. is it is the greatest VR experience like, that I currently own, and I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it'll get better than this somewhere down the line. But like being able to play Skyrim in VR is incredible. Everything about it rules. The only I have very small gripes with it for for one, they're not even gripes. They're suggestions that I I think Bethesda can implement. It needs some kind of lock on mechanism for when you're when you're doing a melee fight, so you can circle strife something. Uh, I would love get to good. see. Yeah, yeah, shut up. I would love to see uh, the ability for like a person to pick up a DualShock controller and play as my companion, because mm-hmm. companions usually get in the way. That if, would be really cool. If you're relying on AI. And you can see everything on the TV, and there are games that work in VR where someone is using the headset and the move controllers, and everybody else, you can have four people playing with controllers. Well, so, Skyrim doesn't have multiplayer, and that's why that feature I understand, but exist. they can add that to this, is what I'm saying. It's okay. a thing they could do. I really don't want another version of Skyrim coming out. This this Skyrim multiplayer edition. Another sixty dollars. I maintain if they let me transfer saves, I'd buy that Switch version in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> I take my money. Yeah. It's sitting here in my wallet. For- or or if they just gave you the option to skip the intro. You'd probably still buy it too. Yeah, I would just pay if, a microtransaction for that. If anyone, if anyone is on the fence with, for VR, to take out. you should no longer be on the fence for VR. Is what it boils down to. Well, and like, that's one of the things that I don't, I don't. We didn't really talk about it. Sony's been sending an email saying we will give you a PlayStation VR for free, the Skyrim bundle for free mm-hmm. to try for, for 14, fourteen days. days. Yeah, when I found out about that, they were all gone. Yeah, well, they they only sure offered it to a certain amount of people. I guarantee every single one of those people bought it. Like, and well, and at the end of it, you had to give them your credit card number, of course. And at the end of it, if you wanted to keep it, they would charge you three hundred dollars for everything you got, which so is a, a steal on that anyways. on that yeah. bundle. Right. But it's a great way for people to try it out. But if you have not tried out VR, find a friend who's got it and do it. Give it will, us a call. It'll, it'll Drive change up your to life. Michigan. Yeah, come it, see us. It's interesting. And we'll we'll have, you can play some some yeah. VR. So, anyways, we got to zip through our news. Yeah, we've played a lot of stuff, guys. What are we doing first? The Dawning. Yeah, yeah. We'll make this one quick because nobody actually cares about Destiny anymore. But the Dawning is going to be launched on December nineteenth. They're starting the Dawning. There's going to be snowball fights. Who gives a fuck? They're adding hockey. Nobody gives a shit about that either. They're adding mayhem to the Crucible again, which is cool if you could choose your fucking Crucible mode, but you can't because Bungie sucks. There's going to be all kinds of milestones for the winter, but nobody actually cares. And you can give gifts and receive gifts, I guess, but you probably have to fucking pay silver for that bullshit and use your real money, which is fucking garbage. So who gives a shit? Uh, nobody. That's cool looking stuff. Yeah, it's all right. 
How much do I have to play to get all that? You actually... There's will, a big puck on the field. Yeah, there's a giant a, hockey puck in the hangar. <laughs> they really worked on the detail of that. <laughs> that. Uh, you know what? What I will say here, there was one year where I came home and Gojo and, and Nick and everybody were on Grand Theft Auto. Uh, and it was... The winter it was fest. Christmas Eve, and, and I put in Grand Theft Auto, and there was snow on the ground and snowball fights that could that kill was people. The best. That was so awesome. It was the best Grand Theft Auto ever. This probably isn't going to be that cool. No, not yeah. no way in hell. So they had all that cool Christmas attire too, and yeah, uh, yeah. I, there was sweet a, penguin masks and hats. I think and there stuff. was some sort of weapon or something that was related. Maybe not. Yeah, but anyways, it, it starts December nineteenth this Tuesday coming up, and it ends on Tuesday, January nineteenth. Uh, if you January care, 9th. January nineteenth. If you care about that, uh, let us know what you think. Send us some feedback. Uh, but we don't. Uh, next up, net neutrality was repealed thanks to the government, and this is a big deal for gamers yeah. and indie devs and just regular devs alike. Basically, um, these rules from net neutrality were put in place to make sure that the internet stays open and free for everyone. But essentially, what is speculative uh, moving forward is that the ISPs are going to be locking down fast lanes and prioritizing content. And what this does for indie developers and people like us running podcasts is it kind of puts us on the back burner. Uh, and we people won't pay attention to us because they won't be able to access our content. Or the big thing that bothers me the most is that moving forward with my Comcast plan, Comcast might say, well, we see you play a lot of video games on your network. Uh, you're streaming a lot. So you're going to have to pay this like streamable video game package as an additional package to your normal internet. Uh, I'm not into that. I think that's stupid, and uh, I don't want to do that. Before these rules even came into effect in 2015, uh, Netflix was being jerked around by most of the big ISPs. They would come to people and say, hey, you know what? We're Comcast. We also have cable offerings, and people are leaving us to go to you, so we're going to slow down your traffic unless you want to give us a lot of money. And then yep. maybe we're okay with that. Well, they definitely gave him something. Cause I'll tell you, uh, Netflix is on my Comcast box. No, well, yeah. It certainly came around. It got to the point where with these rules, they could no longer do that to Netflix. Right. But also, Netflix was paying that money because people were like, God, Netflix sucks on my Comcast right now. And then they would quit. And they would get rid of their Netflix. Right. So the idea that they could be like, hey, Sony, you want to have faster updates than Xbox? Hey, Sony, we see you're offering PlayStation View, which is a cable service via your network, and this person is on Comcast. So We're going to slow that down. We're going to slow it down and make the video quality garbage so they cancel and switch to Comcast. Like yeah. All these things are possible. They're not happening right yeah. now, but it's very possible that this is going to ruin everything that we love. Like yeah. Literally everything I love to do, music, video games, movies, everything I like doing is going to be ruined by the repeal of net neutrality. Well, I mean, we don't we don't know everything yet. No, it's speculative. It's, Again, it, it's yeah, this it, is pure speculation. Nobody knows for sure, but the reality is they've already done shit like this in the past. For instance, AT&T was throttling iPhone users and they couldn't use FaceTime on AT&T's network. Yep. One of the main features of the iPhone at one point. 
that's bullshit because they didn't want people using a like a free call service essentially to call people that they care about and love. The internet is the main thing everybody sure. uses to communicate nowadays. All of your cell phone plans, I don't call people ever anymore. I text or I send people messages via Discord. That's all over the network via internet. It's not via any kind of cell tower other than they're giving me internet access. Mm-hmm. So they're going to ruin everything we love. Well, is what it, it boils it's all down because to. so many people are now cutting the cord with cable. I mean, so I mean, I, so I I know more people now than ever that do not have cable. Yeah, at all. Yeah, cable sucks. Yep, it's if awful. it wasn't so ridiculously expensive in the first place, maybe people yeah. wouldn't have left it. Yeah. Anyway. But not only that, but people like to choose their own content. They don't want to get stuck with crap they don't watch. Like you got to sign up for cable. You're paying for 15 sports channels you don't even watch. Like you know? I have, I have cable right now, and my when I was living at my mom's, I watched so much like Science Channel, Discovery Channel, History Channel. If I want those like three extra channels, it's an extra forty dollars to my pack. Yeah. Yep. So it's, I, I'm going without them right now. I, you know, I, I watch a lot of sports still, so I have my sports channels. But It um, makes sense for some people, but it doesn't make sense for everybody. Yeah, and, but I watch my Netflix and my Plex account. You know, I, we, we all have my cousin and my brother. We all have our Plex and yeah. just stream to each other. And well, it's great. And the biggest issue I had with all this is the, the entire time all this is going down with net neutrality, and I don't mean to get super political with everything right now because it's a video game podcast, but like just the smug bullshit, like everything that the three main dudes that basically said no to net neutrality, just the way they were treating it as if like they're doing something good for everyone, mm-hmm. but everyone knows they're not. Don't you want the internet to be free and unregulated? Then don't make me pay for it. <laughs> give it to me for free. Uh, I want it for free. It's, if it's actually going to be free, give yeah, it to me for free. Don't make the, me pay for it. The fact that they could spin it as something as a benefit for us, where, you know, yeah, it would make it so that the ISPs could make it sunshine and roses, but guess what? They're not going to do that because they're going to... You see this? There's not and they enough... Were, and they were saying... Gonna, right on up. <laughs> they were saying that, that one of their big things they were pushing is that it, it's stifling innovation with the current ISPs. And the reality is before net neutrality was even put into place, I think it was 2014... Maybe they to think 2015. 2015 is when it went into place. But in 2014, Verizon was given like $1.5 billion of taxpayer money to expand their network and they did, they did nothing, nothing with it. Yeah. They just took the money and ran. So yep, you're going to tell me they Google didn't, Fiber. You can't because all the lines are owned by AT&T. All the mm-hmm. poles are owned by AT&T in every municipality. So they're not AT&T is not allowing Google Fiber in neighborhoods. They've sued Google several times to keep them from getting their lines put in. It's just it's such bullshit. Like you oh. want to talk about stifling innovation, the companies themselves are the ones stifling innovation, not the rules. So I don't know. I it's get involved, learn about net neutrality because if you're listening to this, it affects you a thousand percent more than you think it does. Yes. So please Ultimately that's what it boils it down to. Sorry to be so long winded about that one, but I'm very Sorry passionate to about be it. It's not important. so neutral about that. It's important. <laughs> but moving along. All right, Brian, Grand Theft Auto Online's Doomsday Heists. Yeah. It's it's out now. It's amazing. You can get jetpacks. I haven't played it yet. You can there's get jetpacks. F- there's nuclear subs and there's flying, flying cars. Yeah, I think so. Yep. And, uh, and I, I think, think I even saw like Lamborghini subs or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think uh, Gojo said that you can take the 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 DeLoreans into it, the water. It's so. uh, that's ridiculous. It's pretty pretty out there, and it all uh, revolves around uh, Mount 
Chilead, Chilead, Ch- Chilead, whatever it is, and it's all free, which is great because like there was a huge, huge community trying to figure out what the conspiracy was, like re- that was revolving around the mountain there, um, and apparently uh, this kind of ties Solves it all together. That. Yeah, that's awesome, and it's a free update. Thing- that's it, you have free. to stress that it's free. It's free. It comes with a lot yeah. of new cars and purchasable st- in-game stuff, though. That'll cost you fortune, and might want to make you actually spend real spend money. Spend money on the shark cards. But whatever, it's your choice. You don't have to. The other thing, apparently, somebody was data mining it, and they saw that there is potentially some type of Red Dead mission pack uh, that yeah, might be coming. Out oh, they just announced well. the revolver. You can get uh, the revolver from Red Dead. Yeah. is one of the weapons that you can now get. Yeah, Interesting. so that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's about all I have to say about that. I might, I might be hopping on to check it out. Uh, Gojo Solutions and 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 Nick's uh, company. I don't remember what Nick's company is, but their companies are coming back into uh, into play. Sweet. Now that solutions. Yeah. Uh, and then Brian, your other. Yes, Hitman's Paris level will be free to download for a limited time on uh, Xbox and PS4 and PC. On the 15th. Yeah. So... It's already out. Yeah, so it's out. Yeah. I downloaded it today, but I haven't tried it yet. But, but um, if you download it now, you get to keep it. Yeah. Yep. Yes, exactly. Through January 5th. And so. you uh, get a bunch of missions, I guess, for free. A bunch of challenges. I didn't really read the article like usual. Yeah, it just seems like a very good way to be introduced <laughs> to the Hitman game. And if you like it, you can then invest money into buying the whole yeah. package. There's some like holiday-specific stuff involved, too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but, they, I think they originally put it out with uh, with like Christmas time. Yeah. So. I'm excited about it because I've wanted to try this game for a while, but I just... It, it never seems to... Uh, be on sale when I'm actually in the mood for it, so I just I haven't bought it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I bought it, but I haven't played it yet, so. All right. Uh, two big things that happened since our last episode, PSX 2017 happened. There were a few announcements, although some people were pretty unhappy with it. But uh, basically, there's um, several new PSVR games. That game, Gollum... That was originally announced at the VR announcement mm-hmm. is finally going to come out. Uh, there's a game called Jupiter and Mars that looks really cool and Tron-y and neon-y and yeah, also like ocean-y, so that looks pretty sweet. Uh, there's a couple different first-person shooters coming. There's one called Killing Floor Incursion that has a horde mode. It's a co-op horde mode as well as a story-driven like single-player. That's already out on... Uh Oculus. Oculus, stuff. yeah. Okay, so that's coming. Uh, Shooty Fruity. I didn't really look at that one too much, but you play a store clerk besieged by vaguely menacing cartoon produce, and you need to utilize both your bagging skills and sharp sharpshooter skills to defend the building and keep your job. Uh, Knockout League. Looks like a, like a boxing game of some kind, like a VR punch-out, essentially. Uh, yeah, Gollum, The Power of Your Dreams is coming on March 13th. It's a very personal story about an injured child learning to explore the world through her magical gifts. Uh, the Rick and Morty VR game that came out for Oculus or Vive or both uh, is going to be coming to PlayStation VR as well. 
they put out a Last Guardian VR demo. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard good things about it on the PlayStation VR yeah. subreddit. So hopefully that is sweet. They are adding VR to the Wipeout Omega Collection. So I think I've heard there's only like three different cars that you will be able to go into the cockpit of. But the rest of them, you will be hovering behind the car okay. as as you do the VR. So that's going to be out in early 2018. But that's on sale right now for really cheap if you want to pick it up. It's like 60% off. So I did end up buying it. So hopefully I can talk about that. Firewall looks awesome. Firewall Zero Hour. It's a team-based tactical multiplayer first-person shooter coming so to PSVR. Hopefully similar to Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. yeah. But in VR. Uh, players are rewarded with in-game cryptocurrency. And experience points they can use to upgrade their kit. I wish it were out of game cryptocurrency. Then yeah. I would be all about that for sure. That would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, life would not be too shabby. Just win Bitcoin <laughs> by playing a game. Uh, the Persistence is a horror type game coming out in July. And then finally, there's a Gungrave VR coming. So Corey's probably going to have to buy Did a it? PSVR. Yeah. Did they show a tr- new trailer for Colossus as well? The remake, yeah, that looked, yeah, it, it looks, beautiful. looks amazing. Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, Shadow yeah. of the Colossus, coming in February. It's gonna it be looks so sweet, so good. I can't wait. I think there were a bunch of other announcements, but it's kind of hard to round it all out. And yeah, I mean, ultimately place. the main focus was VR. Like Sony's going all in. It seems like, and they've got a lot of developers that are basically like throwing money at it now too. So they've sold two million since it came out, uh, and that's double the other two headsets. Yeah, so. so when you make an affordable VR headset for a console that's in the majority of homes that have consoles, you kind of got something going for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and then the other thing, the 2017 game awards came out, um, Zelda breath of the wild one, of course, because it's fantastic, but one game of the year, but, uh, the awards are stupid. So who cares about that? There were a bunch of announcements. The 50 versus 50 mode for Fortnite is something that we talked about previously. It's PUBG, but there's teams, which sounds pretty rad. So it is check cool. that out for free. Uh, they announced the release date of the 1.0 for PUBG. It's coming on December 20th for PC. They also showed off the desert map, which has been, uh, on the, the test server for a couple weeks now. So. I installed the test server and tried it out. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, I just did it today. First time I was trying out the new map and runs good. It looks great. Yeah, a yeah. lack lack of foliage sounds terrifying. It's to it's me, fun so. to be lost again. It's, map. The map is so it's it's bigger than the other one, isn't it? I I think I'm it not is. really sure. I feel like there's more towns and they're not as far apart. Yeah, but it's yeah. terrifying running around. You just think you're gonna get popped. I mean. I just my brother we had we both had snipers today and I'm looking out I'm like these guys are so far away and yeah it's just you know it, it's huge you just there's no trees so you can see everything yeah right. I think that's one where you can get screwed by not being in the circle like I feel like if you're not <laughs> well, in the circle I feel like vehicles are more plentiful and scopes are true. way more plentiful yeah. yeah um and they have different vehicles on there which are cool there's like a bronco. That's awesome. And a VW like, bus too, yeah, and right? a VW bus. There's nice. a couple different guns too. Yeah, so like that's a uh, rifle that'll be hitting the actual release, not just the test server on the 20th. I've heard it's a little bit buggy, but a little bit. But that's expected on the test server. It's in a so. pretty good spot, though. Like it should be nice. On yeah, Wednesday. I've only played one game on it, and there was no issues. Cool. 
there's a game called A Way Out that was revealed at E3. <laughs> Very enthusiastically. Yes. Uh, it's a it's a co-op adventure that's coming out um, from EA, but by the team that made Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. And the cool thing is that when you buy this game, you can play it with someone else even if they don't own it. Very un-EA. So it's like awesome. it's like uh, Far Cry co-op. Yep. I think you can download a client that has the whole game, but will allow yeah. you to play it if one of your friends has it. it. Honestly, so cool. It's coming out on every system. It looks like a cool game to me, too. It'd be yep. cool if they added cross-play, but they won't. Nope. World War Z is becoming a game. That's cool, I guess. It's got a Hopefully it doesn't big suck. brand. Yeah, I don't know. From Software showed off a little bit of a thing. It says, the shadows die twice were the only words that were in it, but it looked nice and creepy. Uh, just, you know, those are the it people It just looks more from Software. Bloodborne yeah. and Dark Souls, something There's of some that sort. talk of Tenchu, I heard. Yeah, well. it's, it's a, uh, shadows die twice is, is something that I think it's an actual line from a Tenchu game, so it might be... Potential uh, souls. I honestly yeah. don't really care what it is. It's a new from software. You just game. want to play. I'll yeah, it'll check be it good. Out and I probably yeah. won't finish again because it'll be too hard for me. But I'll love it. Yeah. Uh, the job simulator guys are coming out with a game called Vacation Simulator, which sounds pretty good um, for Oculus Rift, PSVR, and HTC Vive, of course. Uh, Campo Santo, the people who brought you Firewatch, are coming out with a game called In the Valley of Gods. It's another Egypt-based game with the Campo Santo cel-shaded, gorgeous-looking video game engine. I guess so, Egypt yeah. is in now. That's yeah. the new thing. Yep. It's, it, everything's coming up Egypt. Uh, the Breath of the Wild expansion came out that night, and if you complete all of it, you get a motorcycle. <laughs> Which, the, I, the best thing to come out of that was somebody posted a GIF on Twitter that said, showing all these horses that they're bullshit, and they were just doing donuts in front of <laughs> a stable of three horses. It's so good. Plus, you don't have to tame your motorcycle. Yes, yeah. So, I haven't, I haven't checked it out yet. I do own it, but hopefully I'll get to that at some point. Uh, there's a new Soul Calibur coming, which is cool. Soul Calibur, like God, thing. I used to love Soul Calibur on the original Xbox. We used yeah. to play it all the time. I feel like the only thing, like I, I, not that I don't like Soul Calibur, but I'm just excited to see if they put any guest characters in because that was always cool. Yeah, to it was, me. that was always and cool. always well, they, and they also had the character builder in one of the older ones that was on like PS3. Actually, yeah. uh, Five had that too. Did it? Yeah. It's it's very cool. I mean, people could make like some pretty elaborate characters yeah. and with different move sets and everything. It was pretty rad. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Um, and then Bayonetta 1 and 2 are coming to Switch in February, and Bayonetta 3 is coming in the future. Exclusive. Uh, I've always heard great things about Bayonetta. It's very mm. Devil May Cry-ish type game, so maybe I'll finally get to check it out now that it's on the Switch. You get yeah. 1 and 2 together in one package for 60 bucks. I hear the PC ports are actually very good, too. They, they just cool. did not too long mm. ago. Yeah. I've always wanted to play them. I've never gotten around to it, though. Uh, and then, yeah, Death Stranding, we got a third trailer, it's super weird. Oh, it's Daryl. Yeah, walking, walking Daryl himself. Did you, did you watch this trailer? I, I watched it. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen. I just, yeah, I, I read, and I think I showed, I think I showed you You guys. You posted it, I didn't actually, I didn't. There was a post from IGN where they were talking about, they, they had actually sat down with Kojima and, uh asked him about how the game is played and everything and explained some of the mechanics. I don't remember off the top of my head, but now that I actually know what some of the mechanics are, I'm very interested in how this game plays. Yeah. So, 
if I could remember that stuff. It's I, I like all I remember hearing about is that there's like rain that actually speeds up time. Yeah, the time, time rain. rain or something. And I'm just I'm so in on this game. It's not even funny. Like, I don't I, doubt I, that there's so it's much gonna, hype for this. Yeah, game. I, I don't. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there was so much hype for Metal Gear Five, and like it, that game ends, ended up being amazing. And yeah. like it's Metal Gear Five. Like I have it on Xbox. I bought it for five dollars used at Best Buy. I've played maybe 20 minutes of it. It's too much game for me. So, like, this is going to be too much game for me as well. I kind of feel the same way about the Metal Gear. But I still want to play this because it just looks... I want to see it in person, and I want to understand how it plays. Yeah, I just cinematics. I just want to know how it's played. I want to feel it. Like, I want to. I want to see like what the mechanics are. I'm not convinced it's coming (laughs) in the next two years. No, it'll be on the next generation. Yeah, it could be a PlayStation Five or an Xbox Two. But it. I mean, I'm just excited for it whenever it comes out. I think everybody who's into uh, Kojima is going to be like pretty pumped on it. It's uh, you just. I'm not there for the wacky story, even though sometimes it's entertaining. I just want to experience. Like, this is the dude that made a game that you could stand outside and charge your gun with the sun on the Game Boy. And it's a crazy idea, but it's awesome. Yeah, it's one called Boktai, by the way. For anybody one of the mechanics curious. that I that I'm remember recalling now is that when you die, it's like a it's very roguelike in the sense that like when you die, you get thrown into like this deep ocean, and all of the things you collected prior to dying are in the ocean, and you have to grab them again as you come out of it to enter back into the game world, which is kind of intense. That sounds like near like autumn. Mir does this. Too. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of little bit. Near's kind of the Dark Souls of like you leave your body with your plug-in chip somewhere. But this yeah. sounds more like Haunting, starring Poltergeist for, yeah. for the sake of Genesis, <laughs> where you have to make your way through an underworld to get back to the normal game. Right. I'm even more sold now. So. Right. It sounds very cool. It looks incredible. I definitely want to see more, but I do feel it's going to be too much video game for me. I think. I think the thing is, you just kind of got it. You gotta go with it. You gotta really game. just sink your teeth into you gotta, it. You can't. You gotta go with the flow of the the game. It's not. Yeah. It's the same with Metal Gear. Like you can't be too obsessed unless you're like a Metal Gear fan, like Gojo, and like myself to a lesser degree. I love Metal Gear, but nobody loves it as much as Gojo does. You have to. You can't sit there and be like. I need to play this game in the most optimal, best, stealthiest way from the uh, get go. That went out the window for me fast with yeah, yourself. And five. you have like if I could manage to get an A or whatever, fine. But you but know, if if I just got through, I knew there were many more missions to try to get. You know, but that's the thing is that with, right. with Metal Gear, you're kind of almost cheating yourself out of a lot of the mechanics yeah, and beauty of works the game. In that game. Yeah, if, if you can think of it, you can do it usually. Yep. yep. Yeah, I just, the whole grading system is what kind of pushed me out of it because I don't like being graded. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, <laughs> like I want to play the game how I want to play it, and if you're going to give me the freedom to do that, give me the freedom to do that, but don't grade me on it. Yeah. Like don't Still, don't tell me like oh whole, well, well that, you know you th- completed the level, but you did it in a way that was complete bullshit. So fuck you. Were Here's you, a C plus. Like <laughs> were you in the party chat when when Zach and. Jeff and I were talking about Metal Gear. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no, it was Rick. Rick was in with us. Rick and I were playing Destiny, and then all of a sudden, Zach and Jeff joined, and Zach was just starting Metal Gear, 
And Zach commented about how he didn't like how, like, the best ending of the game was to tranquilize all of the bosses, including the enemies that you interact with. And Jeff is like, well, it's an, a, it, like, it just turned into this most redundant circular argument about what a Metal Gear game is <laughs> ever. And it was so funny. And I, 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 it was just really, really good. Mm. But anyway, I'm sure Death Stranding is going to have stuff like that. Although some people are arguing that it's not going to be nearly as colossal as Metal Gear because it's Sony with less money than Konami putting it. What? Up. That, well, just they're not Sony's They're before. not going to let yeah. Kojima run wild like Konami I don't think was so. essentially forced to. That man has basically earned his right to go he's do and do whatever the it, hell he wants. But I think like because he's starting from the ground up with a studio, like it's got to be something smaller before he leaps Psh, into something. No, nah, man, bigger. don't even like go bigger, go home. We'll see. He's not the type to just slack off, man. Like It's he, not slacking though. Like maybe he's like I'm going to make a tight 5-hour game that's going to blow people's minds. If this game is 5 hours, people are going to throw an absolute <laughs> yeah, shit fit. Yeah, nobody <laughs> will be happy with that. <laughs> people will go absolutely crazy. They they, they they lost their minds over that PT demo. I mean, I think five hours is a well, lot. Well, I more think than people that, lost but. their minds over PT because they saw how amazing it could have been, and then it was taken away from them. That's like, so and it never got. It was never finished. You know, like, yeah. And it. What is uh, Guillermo del Toro? Does he play a, a role in this at all? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that being said, like, you guarantee the narrative is going to be fucking insane for yeah. this. Like, just a balls out, like, mind blowing shit. And the gameplay is going to be super intuitive and awesome. Like everything about this game is probably going to be amazing. Yeah. And so, but it's going to be too amazing for John to play. It is. I'm, I'm gonna, still going to play. It's going to be it. overwhelming, and that's kind of overwhelmingly how I feel. amazing. That's yeah, that's kind of how I feel about the Metal Gear game. That's, I like yeah. them, but they're just—it's almost too much. After Metal Gear Two, I lost interest because I I couldn't handle having to like pull my bullet out of my skin and then dress the wound in like a, with really antiseptic and da da da. Like, but know? I just wanted to like that would metal be sweet in VR. In Metal Gear Solid <laughs> One, you just eat some rations and you're healed. Like that's that's what I want out of games. I want to walk up to a pizza box that's floating in the air and grab it, and my life heals. And you like, don't want that's, like everything inside the game to be its own little. No, game. I don't want to sit there and have to like take the you know take out a chicken breast and dice it up into like little co- and then like boil <laughs> some water cool to put rice air. in and like make fried rice and shit. Like I feel like you'd love that game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to, the problem is you know what the issue is is when I do shit like that in games I just get hungry. You be I just want to I'm going to stop playing and go cook some food. Oh, when I was playing Final do. Fantasy 15, like oh, they, dude, they present the food. They, they present this food and it just looks yeah, when, it looks amazing. When when is it is, is it Ignis? Oh, when, you got a new recipe. Yeah, when Ignis makes you food, they show it it's like it's like an Instagram snapshot that somebody took and it's like here's some great looking food and it's got steam coming off of it and it, it's in game engine but you look at it and you're just like man, like I want that ramen like i want to eat that (laughs) i'm so hungry right now let's not talk about it's pretty ridiculous anyway we're wrapping up anyways we're we're getting right at the uh, hour and a half do you guys uh, remember burger time hell yeah dude (laughs) i remember all them shits Fuck yeah! What about cooking, time? Mama. It was, it, remember, game, the, Mama. remember the Seven Up guy? He had a game. Yeah, spot. Spot, spot yeah, game. Yeah, cool spot, spot. Cool spot and adventures the or something had a game. like that. Yo Noid, yeah. uh, the Domino's Noid character yeah. had his I liked game. That guy. Yo Noid was a great game. I mean, there's like a couple Cheetos guys. 
No, Chester Cheetah, Let's man. Not talk Dude. about this right now. I'm sorry. No, we're gonna keep going. It's just yeah. food. I don't want to talk about food right now. Yeah. No, that's fine. We're gonna we're gonna wrap Do you this up. Remember Pizza Hut? Hell yeah, I love. Pizza you know the Hut. Pizza Hut lunch buffet? I used to skip uh, like lunch. I skip fourth hour. Go you to get the all that pizza. Here's a fun fact that you may not have known, but prior to kale being declared a superfood, Pizza Hut was the number one kale producer or not producer uh, purchaser the you know in this? the entire United for States. What? what did they use it for? To dress the salad bar with <laughs> it was it was literally it was used as a garnish on the edges to of make the salad pretty yeah on the edge of the salad bar and the pizza bar like a, a little kid goes up and grabs it mom's like honey you don't eat that no that's that's that's, <laughs> that's not food that's, that's, that's just food. decoration <laughs> decoration kale is now a superfood oh man yeah, eat as much kale as you can oh fuck kale it's, it's gross all, all advertising a salad the other night and it's like one of those mixed green salads it's got so much i'm like what the f- it's got mixed so greens it's just kale it's got all this kale it tastes like dirt <laughs> oh. it tastes like like bitter dirt it's so bitter <laughs> it's gross you can't cook it good anyway. Mind you, everyone in this room is a little bit overweight. But <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> guess we need more kale. Yeah, I guess I we probably should be more kale. kale. I'll bring it to the next time I come. It's, it's awful. Been- uh, kale's gross. Anyways, uh, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, please check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to us at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Next episode, we're going to do top fives, I think, is what we're doing of the year. And we're going to have a bunch of superlatives, like best RPG kind of crap like that. And then maybe hit on some most anticipated for 2018. Uh, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about in regards to these games or if you want to send in your top fives we'll read them off uh, but send them to midwestgamers at gmail.com for even us to just do that. tell us what your favorite game of the year was yeah your favorite game of the year that even and it can come just or just tell just talk to us please yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have any anything else going on with the network Alex uh there's gotta be a horror movie yearbook uh, going on I think they're doing their 2017 episode soon I think I saw that yeah 2017 unless, uh, wrap up or something out because uh, yeah, they do they do years, and usually at the end of the year they hit the year that they're actually in. So uh, look for that coming soon, and um, yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah, Webby, thank you for joining us, man. We really oh, appreciate I it. Fun. I like it was fun. a pleasure. I don't know as much as you guys, but you know, I know. No, but bit. the thing is, like, you and I have conversations every once in a while, and, and I feel like you would be a better host sometimes because you're more up on the news and things. Like, I do read a lot of the news. You read a lot of the news. You're more on the you're you're more into the the current like what's happening kind of stuff. Whereas I'm just playing a lot of the games. So yeah, I you know I don't have the time to play as much as I'd like to, but I read a lot at work. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. I, anytime you want to come back and talk, you're always welcome. We All really right. appreciate yeah. you coming I by. Will definitely come by. So yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, please check back in two weeks for the next episode, the last one of the year, and we will talk to you then. Peace. Peace.